Welcome to the Arts of Spirituality podcast. This is your host, Myra. This podcast takes us on a journey to finding new ways of spirituality that can help us ascend to our higher self and be one with the universe. Hi, friends. Today, I have a guest that I've been wanting to have for some time now. Like, I've been begging him to come on the podcast for a while. And anyone who knows my husband in a personal aspect or know him personally will know that he has a lot to say about spirituality because me and him met both in our spiritual journey, like in the peak of our spiritual journey. So we have evolved together in our spirituality. And I think it's like a perfect masculinity, femininity energy here. So... I would like to introduce you guys to my husband, Waldo. Hi, Waldo. How are you? Hey, everyone. Um, it's a pleasure being here. Finally. It's uh, <laughs> It's been a long time coming. Today's topic is going to be about plants. Wonderful. I could talk about plants all day. And those who know Waldo will know that Waldo's the plant guy. He knows so much about plants. So we start off this podcast with asking our guests how they got into their spirituality. Can you elaborate on how you started your spirituality from the beginning before you met me? All right, yeah. So my spirituality actually uh, began when I was very, very young. Um, I think anybody has had any type of spiritual experience will always tell you that either you're you're raised in it, you start seeing things and and so on and so forth. When I was young, uh, I was raised a Catholic Uh, But it's so funny because um, most of the time I just, I would go to church and I'll fall asleep. (laughs) I think a lot of people have experience with things like that. Um, As I progressed, um, basically my spirituality did not evolve too much when I was a kid though. I used to have these dreams and stuff like that that I couldn't understand and I didn't have nobody to uh, to reference to because when I did reference my own family um, they themselves were not very spiritually evolved and really when it really started taking off was once I entered the military and I was actually in um, in different parts of the world that's really where I began to notice that my spirituality was expanding and it really began when I was in Japan, and I remember going to to the to my local church or, or the the I guess you would say like in the camp itself there was like a, there's there's churches you know so I would go there and you know very much like when I was a kid I, I did not feel like I was uh, like I felt like I belonged there you know so I literally spoke out loud. And I questioned God and I told him, I'm like, if you really want me to find you, you're going to have to show me the way. And from there, um, it's going to be really funny because I literally, after I said that, maybe not not about 15 minutes later, a bus pulled up and these two people popped out and they're just like, hey, you want to join us? And I was like, okay, well, what are you, where are you guys going? And they basically told me, we're going to church. <laughs> and so I, I looked up at the sky and I was just like, oh my God, you know, I guess so. You know, I guess, <laughs> guess he's here to pick me up. And so I went. And of course, um, the church that we went to, now this time it was something completely different. And I went to this church and it was really, really weird. These people were literally... You know, it's kind of like the thing you watch on TV where you have these individuals that, you know, like um, they were throwing themselves on stage and and they were basically they told me that if I wanted to, you know, embody God, that I had to give myself up to God at that very moment. And um, that felt kind of weird for me because they basically told me that if I gave my essentially my spirit or my soul to God in that moment that any sin that I commit thereafter would be forgiven and I said well if I do this and then I go out and kill somebody then what's going to happen and and, and especially because you were in the military so it's like you knew that 
that was also a potential that you could be sinning because you were in the military, exactly. right? Exactly. And so I I kind of felt really awkward about it and I kind of had a little pushback and I told them not today. And <laughs> they were really really pushy and and I kept telling him very nicely like no, I'm fine and I remember the guy literally grabbed my hand and he was trying to pull me to towards the towards the stage and and everybody was like literally kneeling and bowing to this um, clergy person and I just felt really really awkward and I was very nice about it you know not trying to be rude I don't like to step on people's beliefs and so I I just denied it and I told them not today maybe some other time and I move forward and from there I just literally I felt like you know what maybe that's exactly what I needed to do I needed to find the right church and so I moved from that church to another church, and to and I just pretty much kept going up the line. So once I was done with Catholics, Christians, Baptists, and you name it, the typical, the typical churches here um, in the U.S. and in, in, in overall in general, I moved on to other things. You know, I, I wanted to study um, the Buddhism. I wanted to study the Quran. I wanted to study all that stuff, but literally the day that I was gonna go to a Buddhist temple to basically find out information a very close friend of mine well I will not name we went to school together and we just so happened to meet on the crossroads of my of my uh, uh, on my way to that particular place which was one of the Buddhist temples here in uh, in Chicago and so she told me about what she was doing and that to me sounded very very interesting and from that point on um, I met her a boyfriend at the time who happened to be a Babalao and I had a reading done by him in which he reiterated a lot of things that had already happened in my life in one reading and just to give you an example in that reading, they had told me that I had been looking for, uh, I've had been looking for God or what you would call God, and that I had already been to many places and that none of them fulfilled me or basically allowed me to embody what God would essentially be. And from that moment on, they told me more things that went along the lines of things that I had already done. And that's really where my spirituality took off because once I met that person, I went ahead and everything that I did from that moment on had a significant um, event in my life. Meaning, and and I'm not sure how much uh, into, you know, how, how much you speak on this subject, but you know, Ifa Santeria, it's something that. Um, just started really taking me into a path that showed me that it was not as easy as you think to find what it is that you're looking for but if you're willing to keep going you will eventually find that thing and that's where I believe that I am at at this particular moment because after all Eventually, it did lead me to find you. We met at a religious party mm -hmm. in which I was sent to. I didn't know anybody. I didn't know who, who, was, who owned that house. I didn't know <laughs> nothing about nobody that belonged in there. So, And even the, the people that I originally started with, they were there, but it was a very bare minimum. In that, and and, and I, it was to me, I could literally say that when I met you, it literally was kind of like uh, where the room kind of turned dark and a beam of light shined on you and the, the time slowed down and it felt like a movie. And I remember me and you, we mm -hmm. were in tune into like what I was thinking you knew and what you were thinking I knew and the rest is history. Absolutely. And... Um well, obviously, the listeners know that I practice Santeria and, you know, I'm initiated into Santeria or whatnot, but they don't know the full process because this is a podcast where it explores different types of spirituality. So we, we talk about different sources, right? Um, but to elaborate a little bit more on how we met, I guess 
it, it was so funny because I think that that day I wasn't even supposed to be there and somehow some way I ended up being there so it it was like I guess faith we were supposed to meet now we don't even talk to those people you know <laughs> so <laughs> it's so funny that that things happen for a reason so obviously the the question was just to elaborate like how you got into your spirituality and I think a lot of people could resonate with that that sometimes when you you're looking for source you're looking for God and you're looking for something bigger than you you know something that that could you could say um is being the the judge out there right like making things fair for you like hey by the way can I can I trust in you to make things right for me or you know just have someone that that's like guiding you and protecting you at all times you know so i think a lot of people could relate to that like you went into like all forms of christianity then you went into buddhism and i know for a long time even now like you still look into a lot of buddhism because of um your past life right so you want to talk a little bit about like your past life as as a monk so um um apparently i did uh one of those life uh regression type things where you you know you you seek out your past and seek out your 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 past life and as to what it is that you were and why it is that we return into this world that was really my question at the time was why am i here and and when i went back and i did did the the life regression once i actually kind of got the idea of what my past life was i started actually having dreams about it and I used to see myself in different uh, color robes uh, as a monk, and and I remember that that part of my my destiny at the time was that I was a pretty high-ranking monk um, in that in that culture, and I even stood next to the emperor. Um, I was that high, you know. So, but the question was, why did I return? Well. The reason why I return is because in order to go through the, through those type of trainings, um, what ended up happening is, in order for me to make it to that high rank, I put aside my family, and my family at that time suffered greatly because of the training that I had endured, and basically the training that I would or or, or what I would put on them. It, it they suffered through that and so from what I understood my reasoning for coming back is because when I was on my deathbed I the one thing that I ended up regretting was that I neglected my family and that I wanted to come back and basically have a family that would love me and care for me and be there for me and that type of stuff and that was primarily what what led me to be here but it it it's so funny because um a lot of the things that i know in this life were because i know because of all the training that i did in that life i was i, I sometimes believe that i was born with a lot of that you know that past that wisdom yeah that past wisdom because there'll be things that i just think about and then i'll read up on it and and it's exactly what i was thinking and there's even to this day a trait of mine that someone in the spiritual community when I was going through my my ascension I remember going to these things that they call misas and it's like a, a spiritual mass and they called me out on it they said hey uh, you you have a spirit of of this monk and he dresses like this and he dresses like that and he's like do you ever feel like that da, da, da? you know and they basically went on and explained to me different things and i was like it's so funny because i actually lived in japan i love the culture everything about japan felt like i was at home like i've been to mexico and i've been to a lot of parts of the united mm -hmm. states and i've been to many countries but I always, always felt at home in Japan, you know, like I, I like I felt like I belonged there, like everything about it was was like a part of me. And the main thing that they, they called me out for was the way I sit down. And when I sit down so many times, I tend to even even if I'm sitting on a chair, I'll sit down and I'll cross my feet. Yeah, like under the like on the seat itself, like I, I sit like as if I was meditating. Yeah. And. And I know you guys can't see this, but he's wearing orange, <laughs> ironically. <laughs> so it, it, it's really, 
I never really understood why it is that I did that, but it was kind of like one of those traits. I felt comfortable doing it. And I guess in some cases, when it comes to your past life, you know, it's like they say, your karma will follow you. So I don't believe that I was a bad person because I've, I've had a really good life, but I have experienced a lot of a lot of issues with family which kind of ties into if I was a, a jerk back in my life and, and now I had to relive that. And, and at this particular moment, what I feel it is, is that I have to break that cycle. I have to teach my children not to be a certain way and I have to raise them in a certain environment where they, their spirituality can actually grow without having any factors limiting them from that growth such as like some of the things that i had to endure in my life was um if anybody knows that latino families tend to be very very um abusive in a sense in turn i will never do that to my children and when it came down to things that i saw or things that i believed in or if i let's just let's just put it like this most people nowadays if if you get to see like a ghost and you go tell your parents as a as a, as a young kid oh mom i saw the, the spirit of blah 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 or i saw this typically they'll just you know oh no that's nothing you know don't you know that, that that's nothing and and they, and they usually shrug it off or, or basically tell you that not to believe in right that. or if you're christian they tell you, oh, just pray, it'll go away, like, God got to you, you know? <laughs> exactly. There would be times where I used to have these nightmares, and I used to wake up, and I used to grab the cross that was on the wall, and I used to grab it, and I used to hold it tight, and I used to pray that Jesus was there and, you know, to protect me, and that's how I used to go to sleep. But nowadays, I know, I know more, I see more. And I'm, I'm going to be very clear about this. As I ascended before all this, I never saw spirits. I never saw anything um, out of the ordinary. I felt it inside of me like you could feel that little vibration in your back or like when your hair stands up and mm -hmm. stuff like that. I, I felt that. But it wasn't really till I started going really in depth into like I really threw myself in there you know mm -hmm. that i actually started to experience more than that you know where i actually see you know things you know like what you would which you would consider a ghost which mm -hmm. is actually a, a spirit that might be trapped in this world i've been in the forest mm -hmm. where um, um you'll see shadow people and i've mm -hmm. seen a lot of those i remember one time we went out to go fishing in one it was like uh one or two in the morning and I must have seen like 50 or 60 of them surrounding us, making a circle around us. So we went to Starved Rock and it, it was a it was a place near Starved Rock. And I personally felt like it was the, the spirits of the Indians that actually were there, you know. And to me, I didn't get a bad feeling from them. But I do recall that it, a bad, you know, things started happening after that because of that situation. So sometimes you really got to be careful what you do in this religion and what you do with you know with what you have because prior to that i had gone through a ceremony and in that ceremony it opened my eyes to more things and as you progress you know and you pick up light you tend to attract many many different entities and so on and so forth mm -hmm. yeah well i i know like um Expressing your spirituality it has many forms, right? Because obviously you, you spoke on so many different aspects of spirituality, like seeing spirits and experiencing energies and, you know, past life regressions and things that you need to learn from your past. How you express your spirituality, I feel that it has a lot to do with nature. So obviously you're always in nature. You're always... Um, you know camping you're always outdoors kind of person i mean it could be 20 degrees outside and you're walking barefoot outside you know so it's like you're very in tune with nature but how i tell the most is how you treat your plants because i think the plants are kind of a reflector of our energy and what we're putting into the plants can you talk a little bit about what is the concept of plants because when i hear you talking about plants I feel like you could write a whole book about it, right? 
what how do you approach a plant like i could say like okay i'm gonna water a plant and you know in the beginning of our relationship i water plants i gave them light followed the instructions but you did an extra touch to those plants tell me what is your concept or what is the your idea of how to treat a plant now here's where that portion evolved um, my first experience with plants was obviously when you're a child you know you play on trees you you know you do all sorts of different things but plants didn't speak to me at that time in fact they didn't speak to me for a very long time it wasn't till i started to i started having health issues and i was i went to the doctor and they provided me with some medicine and this medicine it made my stomach hurt um there were some pills that they gave me that made me it that made my tongue taste like iron for days and just a bunch of different types of symptoms that in the end it just felt like they they weren't you know they were like a what i considered a band-aid to the problem and so my first experience was just that i was I, I actually started researching uh what type of plants i could use to heal my body and uh, to give you an example one of my favorites um especially when you know when you have cold is um like basil for your your throat and your lungs um Asia for um uh, for you know for cold symptoms and things like that and different types of flowers to calm you down and just just in general I started off with that it evolved when I actually started to grow them because you could go to the store and you could buy you know the teas that are on the shelf you can even if you were to buy the seeds and grow the plants and use it I started to realize that the medicine was most effective when I added a touch of myself. To give you an example, one of the things I've always told you about plants is like you, you, a lot of people ask me, well, how do you know when to water a plant? And I would tell them, like, just put your finger inside the dirt, and if it feels moist, then you know to leave it alone. Um, and other ways was like, hey, just pick it up. You know, if, if it's in a pot, pick it up and feel the weight if it feels dry then you add water and so on and so forth but it goes it, it went much more deeper than that i then it evolved into more than just that it, 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 i started to actually have visions where plants resemble very much us our human body and it, and it went even deeper than that to find out that dirt or soil has the same composition or or um, elements as our own body you know if you were to take our body and cremate it and take the ashes you're gonna find out that in your ashes you basically have the same elements as soil and so there's this concept that you know when 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 we die we return back to the earth mm -hmm. and that's that's kind of hand in hand because as uh, if you were to cremate your body and you, you could actually feed it to the soil and grow a plant because we have elements of it but once i started to put myself in that position where i started to understand that the soil has microbes and that our body produces microbes in order to break down the food that we eat and basically there's like an exchange of sugars where our body produces glucose which in turn feeds these microbes and these microbes break down the food into micro um, um how should i say like amino acids and and different things like minerals and stuff like that that get distributed throughout the body mm -hmm. and so when i started to understand that we are not much different than a plant with the exception that a plant produces oxygen and we produce carbon dioxide mm -hmm. but our carbon dioxide feeds the plants and the plants is oxygen feeds us at that very moment it was like wow there is a cycle of life there and we need each other as much as uh, you know they need us you know but in turn we are not very much different from them because they need food which they break down through microorganisms that are in the soil fungi and and bacteria and a variety of different types of enzymes and stuff like that that eventually communicate with the plant's roots 
um, and those roots then send down hormones to specific organisms that tell them, hey, I want nitrogen or I want phosphorus or I want potassium or I need iron or I need this or I need that. And it's at that moment that if you get to that microscopic level, then you will begin to understand that that plant is just as much alive as you and me. And therefore, you must have respect for that plant because at that point, we could take from a plant, but it's much more effective as a medicine when you ask for permission from that plant. Absolutely. When we started cooking with our vegetables in our back our backyard or whatnot, um, every time we would ask it, right? Like, okay, by the way, this is what's happening. Please join me for like dinner to, you know, you're going to be ingested and you're going to be part of my body. We're going to be one kind of thing. It actually tasted different. And same thing with spirituality. I've noticed like when I'm trying to do like a cleaning or like do something with the herbs and I asked for permission first. It's like it's completely different. Like that energy is so much amplified, right? Yes. And so if it's kind of like a human you know when 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 you ask a, a person can you please help me and that person says absolutely and they do it with great pleasure the energy that that you know that the project takes on is completely different you know and it, and that's the other thing is that when once you get into those levels and then you take it further up into the chain of spirituality each plant has its spiritual purpose just as much as we do and so it's just it's just a form of evolution for humans and and us to be you know um coexist and and allow ourselves to become part of the world instead of just allowing the world to consume us mm -hmm. because that's really what's happening a lot in this world right now where a lot of people in the city you know if you're a city person and you live in downtown look around you how many trees are there how many patches of grass how many flowers mm -hmm. you know is it in tune with nature or is it something that is just put there you know mm -hmm. And when you feed, when when it when you feed it, what are you feeding it? So it goes back to our bodies. If you feed your body, let's just say an uh, animal that was slaughtered, it lived in a cage. That animal did not have a happy life, and therefore the energy that it that it embodies as a as a as a food, and you're consuming that energy, then it's almost like you take in part in part of that and therefore it doesn't feed your soul yes it nourishes your body but it doesn't feed your soul and so that's really what it comes down to is that you gotta feed your soul so if you go to your garden and you attend to your plants and you attend to your vegetables and you have these conversations with them and then eventually you consume that you'll know that the energy that that particular um, substance has on you is it's a lot you know stronger even if it's less of it so mm -hmm. you ever heard the saying you know like oh man you know using organic fertilizers doesn't produce as heavy as a, uh, of a fruit as using uh, salt based nutrition um, like miracle grow or something of that nature where you could produce these big huge tomatoes versus using something that's organic that produces maybe a tomato that's half the size well, that tomato that's half the size might have more nutritional value overall. So there's less of that as needed versus trying to consume this bigger tomato. And and when you pick it from your garden, and it, uh, it, it allows itself to be picked, you and whoever consumes that meal, you're replenishing that energy for your soul. And therefore it you grow spiritually more you know it, yeah. and i love how you you're incorporating a lot of like plants and spirituality and plants and the actual human body right because like when when we were growing up especially like you mentioned we're in the city or we're in an area where is 
mostly, I mean, like anyone who buys even houses in the suburbs, everything is very like the earth is not um, fed, right? I would say like it's not as nutritional um, as if you will go to a farm because obviously it, it's being refurnished every single time, right? So if you're living in suburbs or living in a city, like even if you do have a backyard, that soil is not that great. And this is something that I learned from you. Um, trying to give back to the earth as well like making sure that you don't interrupt so much of the uh, natural cycles right like the whole leaving the leaves out because that's also nutritional for the soil or etc right so so when you put that concept when you introduced me to this concept I got to understand a lot more about my body too because you used to bring up a lot of okay you could tell what kind of nutrition a plant needs based on its symptoms okay is it turning yellow is it going you know certain plants need like you've mentioned calcium or magnesium or different types of vitamins that you need to be aware of what kind of plants need what kind of plant it is and what kind of things it needs to grow right i think based on uh my listeners know that we're all about like orchids right and we've been growing orchids for a while and i don't think i would have learned how to grow an orchid if i didn't understand the concept that you were giving which is like learning what their nature is too because now we have them in pots now we have them inside you know um that's not in their nature so therefore you have to recreate this environment for them because to them it's an environmental thing too um, can you talk a, a little bit about um, what is a, a praying plant, right? When when the plant is praying. I know a lot of people in the cannabis community may understand the whole praying plant concept. But can you explain it to someone that may not know what this is? And because you technically see it in every plant. I've seen it in different types of plants, not just oh, in, in you know the marijuana plant or whatnot. Can you explain what that is? All right, so... Um, uh, we, we could talk about cannabis, uh, but I'm going to bring it up in a different manner, which is more common to most people, especially those listeners. Um, for instance, when you look at a sunflower, the reason why it's called a sunflower is because the, 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 the flower itself, the face of the flower, follows the sun to capture as much energy as it possibly can. And when we're talking about cannabis or, or in general, any plant that is happy in its environment, just like a human being, you know, if you're a happy human being, you're going to see it in your face. Your, the color of your face is going to be a certain, it's going to almost radiate, like, you know, like, like a glow. Lo- you, yeah, it has, its, it has a glow. And so um, when a plant is very happy and it has everything it needs, it has uh, the nutrition in the soil and it's it's healthy what it does is it will grow faster and it will follow the light source or the energy source in order to capture as much of it as possible and with certain uh, with cannabis in general what it does when all the elements are there and when the environment is perfect and the sunlight is at the right you know height the leaves themselves will actually start to uh, look up almost forming like hands praying together and when you pray obviously you bring your hands together well what I've noticed in cannabis is that it almost the leaves themselves shoot straight up and they almost come together like almost like as if they were praying um, but like I said a, a, a lot of plants tend to do something similar um, they'll chase the sun you know they'll they'll follow it doesn't matter where it's at they'll turn around and just seek it you know given that the environment is correct and everything is there they're gonna go looking for it and just like us when everything in your life is in perfect balance you will always find what it is that you're looking for it's uh it's kind of like a state of mind you know if you i'm pretty sure that a lot of people talk about this uh um the secret the, the there's a book the secret mm-hmm. and it's uh basically if you put your thought into something if you really really believe in it then you can make it happen and that's pretty much in the way that i look at life it's like once i once i started to follow that concept of like oh you know what if i change 
the way that I think, then therefore I can control the environment that surrounds me. But if if you leave in a if you leave a plant in a toxic environment and it absorbs that toxicity and you consume it, then what's going to happen to you? You know, and that's typically what's happening all around the world right now, where you have these toxic environments where parents are abusive or they neglect their children or they neglect themselves and the outcome to that is look at everyone around them have they became toxic as well are they the byproduct of what they're surrounded by and the beautiful thing about being a human is that we have a mind that we can control our environment with where if we see that something is not right we could walk away from it unfortunately plants they they are where they are and the only way they can get away from their environment is by evolving think about like when a dandelion is out in the on, out in your front lawn everybody's trying to cut it down because who wants this ugly little flower mm-hmm. invading their perfect grass which is useless unless mm-hmm. you're a cow um, but what people don't understand is that that dandelion has a very high nutritional value mm-hmm. and its beauty and the way it has evolved you gotta you know sometimes it's like they say sometimes you gotta stop and smell the flowers mm-hmm. you know because you just if you just don't understand it then you're really how can you call yourself spiritual you know how could you be a spiritual person if you cannot understand why it is the purpose of that particular thing in nature you know it that is its home right and we are taking it away from its nature and through that process mm-hmm. it has to evolve in its own way to get away from us and what does it do when you cut it down it doesn't matter if the flower didn't flower it will shoot up another stem and in that stem it, it has that one ball of fuzzy little seeds that fly all over the place that everybody hates because the moment that they land somewhere they're going to grow and sprout another dandelion and so on and so forth you know but if if you really understood that nature is basically doing the same thing that we're doing which Mm -hmm. is if you don't like your environment we're going to move away from it Mm -hmm. and we're going to find the perfect soil or the perfect home for us to build on what we have and that's every everybody in this universe is trying to do the same thing mm-hmm. and so that's that's why i love plants so much and why i personally you know have researched plant medicine and why i'm constantly on the on the search for the you know for the perfect plant and 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 every plant has this thing you know has has its purpose you know and like i mentioned one in particularly you know basil you know it 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 has a you know it has a spiritual meaning it has a purpose in our body it could feed you you know because think about how many dishes people use with basil right you know Pesto salmon, for one, you know, they make pesto sauce. They they use that, that and they they flavor certain ingredients, you know. Um, and same thing with everything in nature. And and then when you look at the the magic of it, right? That's the other aspect, the magic. Okay, what you know, basil can be used in cleansings to cleanse your your soul, you know, like cleanse your your, your what we call the material body, mm-hmm. because it is a material, you know. So as we continue to walk through this world. You know, the world is full of positive and negative. And in certain occasions, what happens when you have a positively charged person? Well, negativity tries to come in and try to attach itself to you and tries to bring you down. That's why sometimes you have a really good day one day and the next day you wake up and you're like, wow, why do I feel like I just got hit by a bus? Why? Because maybe you, you, you're in the wrong crowd. Mm-hmm. And this crowd is seeing how happy you are. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, why is she so happy? Or why is he so happy? And, and you don't understand why they're being like that. But it's a product of their environment. Mm-hmm. You know? So if you treat your environment just like you treat the environment of a plant, then you're going you're gonna to fruit 
you know you're going to be able to pick that fruit so if you teach your children you know to be kind to be courteous you know to embody the positivity of this world and and the positive nature of everything it doesn't mean that they should you, you should allow them to get abused by these negative people but make them aware of what's out there but at the same time mm -hmm. establish these positive values so that that the world is the world won't be as terrible as it seems like on tv and if you feel that you're being programmed by the environment you put yourself in just do it like the dandelion evolve grow spread your seed somewhere else find the perfect soil for you to grow mm -hmm. and start over there is nothing wrong with that and that's the that's the thing that's the that's the message that a lot of plants give us is that we are the product of our environment right plants like in general like herbs right but we could talk about flowers and then we could get into trees like that's a whole different episode because it, the knowledge that the trees come with like the spirituality that trees come with i mean some trees have been here for centuries you know and carry a lot more knowledge because everything to a tree is vibration everything to a tree is roots and the science even kind of backs it up where they themselves as like what you were mentioning about the dandelions about spreading their seeds the same thing happens with trees you know if if they find that their offsprings are not surviving certain things and they shoot the offsprings a little further or or stuff like that right so i think that um spirituality in herbs and plants in nature has so much to offer us um more than just a reflection of us right like we could learn something about ourselves through a plant right like um like what we mentioned taking care of your body as if you were taking care of a plant and vice versa so now you're seeing how to take care of a plant as like how you have your needs and i've noticed this too when we move certain plants in the house where we're moving things around and we move the plants we're like oh maybe this plant will do a lot better here and they have emotions too because they, they'll get really really sad in a certain um window even though it it's the same thing it's the same sun the same sunlight but they don't like it there you know so they have their own emotions too like no i want the other the <laughs> the other window not this one or when when we separated our our trees the findle fig trees where we we separated them because we have three and we separated them they got super super sad both of them got really sad and then we put them back together in a whole different window and they were like super happy that they were again together so yeah they also have emotions they also um feel what their environment is 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 feeling you know like when i was starting to have like all these anxiety attacks like i've noticed my plants took a hit even though i was like fitting them and we were keeping up with them but they were also feeling it too like how many didn't die when i was having those anxiety attacks i think three of them died or something like that Absolutely. and i was like oh my god <laughs> i'm killing my plants and, and here's the other thing about plants and you you will hear this all the time you know have bamboo so you could clean the oxygen in your room and pick up uh, negative ions and blah 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 and then you have certain um you know, have you ever had a situation where you invite somebody over your house? And let's just say if you're a plant person and you have all these beautiful plants and they're all growing really, really nice. And then all of a sudden you have this one guest and you know for a fact that that guest, you know, is not all positive and they're not karmatically there. You know, like they, you know, that they're not, you know, they're not, not honest people or just, but, you know, they could be family members or they could be you know acquaintances acquaintances or friends and and what if you have a nice beautiful house right and so let's say you have a a, a tree in your house right and it's a big nice beautiful green leaves uh in my case i have lemon trees lime trees and they have these nice beautiful white flowers that release these aromatic terpenes uh, that smell just wonderful and the whole house will smell like that and every so often we'll have these people come through 
uh, and I'm not gonna you know say that they're friends or family or any of that stuff but you have individuals that come through and then they'll look at it and be like oh my god that is such a beautiful tree and then they'll touch it and then the next thing you know a day or two goes by and all the flowers fall off and it starts to lose its leaves and you just start noticing that the plant picked up like this negative energy and and, and in reflection it's showing you in one way or another that hey i'm gonna protect you mm-hmm. from this negative energy by absorbing this negative energy and in turn causes the plant to get sick think about it this way i used to at some point when i used to surround myself with a lot of people because i don't anymore um i used to love growing all sorts of herbs because i love to cook so i had rosemary I had basil, had thyme, oregano, cilantro, parsley, you name it. Anything that I could cook with, I was growing it on my windowsill in my little apartment. And I remember when we met, I had all sorts of, even now, I still got all sorts of different herbs all over the place. And every so often, my rosemary tree would just completely dry up. Especially rosemary trees. I don't know what it is about rosemary trees. I think we've had how many in the past, like, since we've been together and they all burn they all just all of a sudden they're super green super beautiful they look like little christmas trees and all of a sudden a few days later everything's the same i never feed them anything different i'm a very organic grower and what i like to call myself is a living soil uh grower and what living soil is is when you're feeding the soil you're feeding the microbiology you know different types Mm -hmm. of uh, ingredients, uh, for instance, oyster shells and crab meals and kelp, and you you know you got all sorts of these these type of ingredients. And what what happens is you 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 bury them around the soil, and the microbes go in there. Depending on the hormones that the plants release into the soil through the root system, they'll say they'll send out these little gases with these hormones saying, "Hey, I want nitrogen. Can you go get me some nitrogen?" And so you have these microbes that go in there and they what I like to say, my little miners, they go in there and mine for nitrogen and come back and say to the plant roots, hey, I, I got your nitrogen here. Mm-hmm. And the plant will be like, thank you for the nitrogen. And in turn, the payment is sugars. And so the, the plant releases then uh, uh, like a glucose sugary type substance into the soil that these microbes absorb and then they multiply and that's how they grow and how the microbiology stays in in balance you know because there cannot be more of one thing than the other if the plant system cannot support that microbiology it would you know just like anything in nature it will cap out and the, the microbiology will die and some of the, the new one will take over and so on and so forth. It has cycles just like the human life. Mm-hmm. But overall, even though the environment hasn't changed, the soil is still fed, the ingredients are all there, this energy came through, changed that environment on, on, a, on, a, on a spiritual, energetic level mm-hmm. and caused it to wither and die. And that's something that people have to take into consideration with their own life. And I go back to this moment. If you surround yourself with people that are toxic, you know they're toxic. You know that they're always, oh, did you see so-and-so? You know, <laughs> did you see what she was wearing? Or or even guys, you know, like, oh, you know, you bought that car. You know, why did you get that car? But in all <laughs> reality, they're, you know, in, inside of them, a piece of them is actually just like, jealous you know or yeah you know they're they will put these energies on you and you will pick that up and you will go home and you will be restless at night you won't be able to sleep sometimes those comments will affect you to the point where you're thinking about that and you won't be focused on your job or you won't be focused on your family and you will distance yourself from these people because at the end of the day a strong spiritually minded person it's not necessarily going to hate that person or dislike that person, but mm. why would you want to surround yourself in that environment after that? Yeah. If, if, if you're not willing to and share in that, that joyfulness and, and those experiences and that mm-hmm. ability to grow with each other, then sometimes it's best to go find individuals that share the same compassion, the same passions, the same 
you know, fun loving things that you do so that in the end you are happy and the seeds that you grow in, in this occasion, the children that you fruit from the soil, which is the the woman that you fertilize, you know, <laughs> it all matters. It right. really all does, you know, and, and if I didn't, if I, if I went and had, you know, children with somebody else and, and, and she wasn't, you know, the person that you are, you know, would I still be the person that I am? And would my children still be who they are? Absolutely not. Exactly. Because it's all a product of the environment that they're in and every single thing matters. And I, I love that you brought up the whole, like the rosemary tree, because, um, it's a it's a perfect example of how plants die when they feel certain energies and i and i also love the fact that you kind of put it into perspective like oh um we are like the plants because a lot of us are like rosemary trees you know like that kind of hit me home because i i feel like when i experience bad energy it's it gets stuck to me for a long time like it really takes a toll on me or when i'm doing any type of working it really takes a toll on me so it's it really hit home when you're like rosemary trees are like us so you are kind of like the rosemary tree so now that kind of opened up a different perspective too because now you got to consider how well you treat your environment and who is around you and your circle because if you're that rosemary tree and you're so sensitive to energies and you're so sensitive to like the negativity why are you going to kill yourself trying to keep these people in your circle or in your environment or letting them in right so that that kind of opened a different perspective definitely absolutely and and just so that people understand why i brought rosemary tree is because in the spiritual aspect rosemary is to ward off evil you know and so if you have something there that if i witness my rosemary tree wither and die that's because someone or something or that energy that came by was just so negative that it was able to destroy this one particular thing. Then it just goes to show that, you know, you got to be careful with who you bring in your environment, who is in your circle. And in fact, these individuals will sometimes they're like energy vampires and they're just there to drain you. Right. And so if you've ever been in a situation where you you constantly telling this a friend of yours or a family member it's gonna be all right you know it's gonna get better and they're constantly always in a dramatic scenario those are energy vampires because if if after you try to help them and talk to them you feel like that way you feel like oh man i'm so tired after this and and you need this extra you know i need to go to sleep or you need to you feel just drained then you know that you have an energy vampire and this is why i love plants because i can turn around and i have enough plants around me plants that are there to remove this type of energy that i can ask them and say hey can you help me release this energy and you're not gonna get a yes or no you know but if you have a relationship with your plants you're gonna know whether it's a yes or a no and then i i trim off some some of that plant and i create like a bundle of this plant and i speak to it right before it because you got to remember also with magic and and with with doing magic it's it's you casting a spell mm -hmm. so if you talk to the plant how do you how else do you cast the spell you have to say it right you have to say whatever the spell is in this occasion I like to, my spell is very basic. It's, it's a uh, plant, you know, uh, so-and-so. I need your energy to rid me of this negativity, of this energy that was left behind by this, these individuals or by the environment in which I put myself in. Because, for instance, um, you'll have people that drive around for Uber or Lyft or those type of services that they'll have, let's just say, up to anywhere from 15 to 60 people a day depending on how many hours or whatever they do and you never know what these individuals are going through and what energy they're carrying and if you're a positive person if you're a beacon of light and they carry the darkness 
the darkness will always want your energy that want they want this light and so what do they do they attach themselves to you mm -hmm. and so next thing you know you come home after a long day of running riding around and you wonder man i'm so tired and then you all of a sudden you're, you're you you get to your family and all of a sudden everybody's happy there and all of a sudden you get into an argument with them for no reason and and all of a sudden you're screaming at your kids and you don't understand why but it's because you just went out put yourself in a scenario and you picked up this energy from these individuals and now you have to remove it so if you're if if you're listening to this podcast right now and you you've ever felt that way and you're wondering what it is it's a lot of times it's, it's the environment you you put yourself in and sometimes you have to be in that environment right. because you have to work because you have to do these things in order to survive nowadays and so that's the beauty about having plants around you surround yourself with these positive things because plants they're not negative and even though a rose will have thorns and they could prick you it is not in their nature to hurt you you understand but if you go looking for trouble you will find it right absolutely my my listeners are aware or they know that i'm big on on energies right energies of the house energies of the people that you hang with energies that that come to you um but definitely when you you amplify your house with the energies of your plants you're automatically having a you know a protection spell right there in that pot you're having a cleansing spell right there in a pot you're having a um nurturing loving like parsley could also be used in in like bringing happiness you know so different kinds of herbs will bring different types of energies even though parsley is also good for like um, protecting against evil or stuff like that um but it used in different combinations and used in different ways it could also bring happiness it could also bring abundance it could also bring you know money so learning the energies of each plant and then incorporating that energy into your home and then just being strategically with it like if you suffer a lot more from evil eye or energies energy vampires or people coming inside your house or stuff like that you might want to stir yourself to that direction right to go into that direction where you're gonna have plants that are gonna help you so automatically if you need a cleaning you already have those herbs right there you don't have to go to the store and buy it because guess what even if you do buy it in the store there's nothing like you harvesting something from your own hands from the thing that you nurtured from because there's also this thing about plants that i had read and i think i ha we kind of incorporated it into our practice too where the soil carries our 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 dna too right and chemically the plant changes into giving you exactly what you need because it, chemically you you're touching the plant so chemically you're you're affecting their chemistry as well you want to talk about that so yeah absolutely so now here are some things that that your listeners could take into consideration when growing plants and if you really want to build these bonds with these plants there's things that you could do for one if you're a type of person that you're an organic you know you like the organic shampoos organic you know uh clean you know cleaning yourself with organic materials let's just say you want to incorporate spirituality into that all right so to give you a good example would be to take a shower and if if you don't obviously if you're not using any types of chemicals you can grab some of that shower water that you personally ran through your hair through your skin through your body in a tub you seal it up you scoop it up and then you feed it right back to your plants that's one way to organically right like the shampoos have to be organic yes. that don't have chemicals where they could affect the plant and if you are the type of person that you do use non-organic chemical uh non-organic uh shampoos and stuff like that what you can do is before you even begin to apply these things run water through you just regular water and allow that water to you know go onto your skin and then collect that water and use that water instead that's one way 
the other another way that you could incorporate part of yourself into the plants and this one's going to sound a little bit more disgusting but it is it is something that you can use as well um for instance if you go to the washroom and and, and the urine contains a high nitrogen and, and uh you know basically a lot of elements from what you you know your 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 um your body's expelling you could use that you know you you dilute it into a gallon of water and and you know and use that to feed your plants you know of course remember this the energy that you produce is also going to be passed on to the plants so if, if you're not a person who's positive and 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 that kind of nature just keep in mind that it, by doing some of these things you may be removing negative energy off yourself and feeding it back to a plant and they're going to pick up on that energy so sometimes it could be a bad thing so just keep in mind that there are things that you could do for yourself and you can incorporate where you could formulate these bonds with these particular plants you know in in my case that's i'm not going to say i go that far i i'm not going to say that because i don't but the farthest i will go with that is that i will you know put my hand inside the water and i'll close my eyes and i'll meditate whether it be for a few seconds or a few minutes but I'll try and transfer some of my energy into that water and then feed that water into the plants, you know, or I'll stick my fingers in the plant and I'll almost feel like I could communicate through my energy into their root system. And just like, a, like, like you mentioned earlier about the trees, the trees uh, can communicate with other trees through their root system and using uh, fungi and microbes to carry out these messages um and that's you know if you think that plants don't talk they absolutely do talk and they have a vibration as well each plant has its own vibration and and they all send out this vibration throughout the throughout its universe or throughout its environment and it will match up with other you know other plants and things of that nature so and that's why I was saying that I I could do a whole podcast episode on the trees, right? Because trees themselves, you could work scientifically. You could do where you're communicating from one tree to another. But spiritually, this could happen where you could kind of spy on people based on a tree. You know, like having a good connection with a tree and then saying like, okay, I need to know what so-and-so is doing or blah, 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 blah. Not that that's what you should be doing but i'm just like mentioning it so you could understand the concept of like the level of communication that they have and if they're on a tree like you could even communicate to that person certain things between those two trees whether it's here or whether it's in the opposite side of the world right because somehow some way all earth connects thing i want to say about trees um that people should know about trees is that trees are also in a in a way kind of like portals into another another uh, another dimension or another plane um and a perfect example of that um and if you ever watch um that movie uh, avatar by james cameron i believe his name um in there there's a there's a scene where they go visit the big tree they connect their hair or their 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 um you know how they connect into the horse and they yeah, connect yeah. into the other stuff. Well, they connect themselves into that and through that, they were able to reach their ancestors and reach the, the that. Life source. That is also something that is very true. And I personally saw it that day at Star Rock when I started seeing things. These 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 uh, these what you call them. <laughs> goons like, we call them goons you know these uh, shadow people they literally came out of the tree like as if it, like as if a door opened up and they were just coming out of them and so yeah definitely you go into way more detail when it comes to trees and when it comes to nature than what i'm talking about but i'm i think i gave enough information to give you an idea of how beautiful nature is and how much we need it as much as it needs us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on board for like an episode. 
I've been wanting to talk about so many subjects with you on here because I think like when we have like the pillow talk, we always go into some really, really deep conversations that I wish I had the mic around <laughs> just to record our conversations because our conversations go so deep and it goes beyond plants. It goes beyond plan, um, planets. It goes beyond me and you, you know, and deeper than me and you. So Thank Absolutely. you so much for taking the time to like join us on an episode. Well, thank you very much for having knowledge. me. I hope that your guests appreciate this and that you get some positive feedback out of this. And hopefully if, if I made a mistake in some of the information that I gave you, that they correct us because I'm very open to being corrected. And uh, I don't, you know, I'm not going to hold anybody, you know, back from believing in what they believe in either because what is true to me may not be true to you and mm -hmm. a perfect example is, is that i don't always agree with you we don't have to always agree and it's a beautiful thing uh, because you know what i am open to that disagreement you know I'm, I'm open to agree to disagree and in turn that is the best relationship that i think that we have is that we can disagree on things and and you've you've have made me a better person because of that you know so i greatly appreciate that and thank you thank you everyone for listening and by the way for the listeners who know astrology he is a leo sun taurus moon taurus rising so me getting him to understand any perspective <laughs> is a win for us in general um but definitely thank you so much Thank you so much for listening. Share this episode with someone who's on their spiritual journey. And make sure you're following me on all social media platforms. The link to those platforms are in the description. Make sure you guys are following those. Reach out to me if you guys have any questions or concerns. Or would just like to make a comment on the current episode. Thank you guys so much once more. And I hope you guys have a great one.